With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. We just heard from John Tallman and Scott Frost. Back, though, here, guys, to the regular portion of the show. And we are without interns today. Um, I've been on a little bit different schedule of their taping. I've been on jury duty the last two weeks, so uh, we weren't able to really get our regular taping times down. So no Mike Wheeler, no Alec Rome uh, with us in studio. So I'm going to do my best, guys, to be an intern. Um, bear with me. And out of the gates, Nate, first question, what the heck is going on with Jakeem Green? Should we be worried your thoughts? I mean, you are one of the few people in the state of Nebraska that's actually talked to Jakeem Green in person and spent time with him. What is your thoughts on him visiting Texas Tech this weekend or coming up? Well, yeah, obviously less than ideal situation. Anytime you have any commit visiting, uh, you know, another school, and 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 I think there is a certain level of uh, you know of panic or, or whatever you want to you want to call it I think with him he's he's finishing up two classes uh, I think one is supposed to be done here in the next two or three weeks the other one is supposed to be done by the end of July and then he's supposed to be on campus at, at Nebraska well um, you know I guess the little background story he had been committed to South Carolina for over a year he had to take a math an online math class from a different college which uh, made it so that he wasn't would, was not able to transfer those credits to any SEC school, uh, which essentially made him a free agent. Nebraska became involved. He committed to the Huskers uh, the weekend of the spring game, but the window to sign a letter of intent had passed. So he's essentially been a free agent, um, you know, really since since signing day, and in uh, in far past since you know he committed to Nebraska. There's been a lot of other schools that have continued to recruit him and. He's going to Texas Tech this weekend. I know Florida Atlantic and Houston and handful of other schools are, are places that he's uh, you know been in communication with and that are, that continue to recruit him. And I do I know for a fact that he would ultimately like to be playing in the South, uh, but at the same time I know that he still has he still likes Nebraska. He still has a very good relationship with Coach Tuioti, Coach Held. I know the coaches at Highland. Um, obviously, they're not going to like make him go to any particular school but I know that they um, are are kind of you know hoping that he sticks with his his original decision to go to Nebraska after things fell through with uh, South Carolina so we'll see what happens but uh, it's something to pay close attention to here you know as you're here over the next month or so as things get close for him to to be arriving in Lincoln got an off the wall college world series question describe if you could describe this year's college world series with one word what would it be? One word, one phrase. Well, I'm going to say the North. You got Michigan, man. I mean, this is this is pretty cool. Um, I know they're not in the championship series yet as we're taping this show, but what a statement for the Big Ten to have a team like Michigan do what they're doing right now. And then, you know, they've got a very diverse roster. That's getting a lot of national attention. Um, I mean, this is a huge development for the conference, I think, having Michigan doing what they're doing. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely the overlying storyline as far as we're concerned. 
Um, it wouldn't be a College World Series if it weren't for rain. So <laughs> we'll put that one in there. Obviously, some games already canceled, uh, pushed back uh, to really kind of um, cluster up the schedule a little bit. But uh, that's kind of part of the deal when you're in Omaha in June. Yeah, I'll go with pitching. I agree with both you guys, but I think we've seen just how valuable pitching is. Um, in Michigan, for example, has they've got two lights-out pitchers um, and, and that have really carried them a long way here. I think it shows you just how important it is. Uh, you know, if, if you have a, a really good pitching staff, you can go a long way in the postseason. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show. We're taking your questions in the mailbag as uh, I'm scrolling through here. Another random one here off the wall. Big Ten Media Days is coming up in late July. Who does Nebraska take? Well, I can tell you I've got a little intel. Mm-hmm. Quarterback Adrian Martinez, I believe, will be there. It's not official. There's no list out yet. Um, but I think Khalil Davis, the defensive lineman, is going to be there for Nebraska. And then I'm missing one more name. Muhammad Barry. Muhammad Barry. So Muhammad Barry, Khalil Davis, Adrian Martinez, if that's how it holds out, any thoughts on that group? Yeah, two of them are really obvious. Uh, Martinez is the face of your program. Muhammad Barry is the face of your defense. The interesting one is Khalil Davis. Uh, I mean, he's obviously going to be a, a critical part of their defensive line, but um, you know, with the defensive line during like every post-practice interview session that they do, they do it like with five guys at a time. Like they don't do one-on-one interviews. And now you're putting this guy in a position where he's going to have to sit there and talk for like two hours straight. Uh, that's going to be a, a test for him, but maybe they're doing one of those things where they're preparing him uh, to be a little bit more media savvy. And he, he and, was the defensive lineman of the year last year for yeah, Nebraska. Yeah, again, I mean, it's his ability and talent and accomplishments it makes total sense, but uh, from a personality standpoint, this will be very far out of his comfort zone, and I'm interested to see how he handles it. Yeah, I think he'll be able to handle it all right. I, I really don't like the way that the, the defensive line does the post-practice interviews. Uh, it makes it hard to, to really get a whole lot out of it. But I think he'll be fine in this situation, uh, even though he, he doesn't do those types of things very often. Uh, I totally agree with them taking Adrian Martinez. I, I think that Mohamed Berry, I think, makes a, a ton of sense. But also Martinez, you know, he, he is the face of your program. He is arguably your biggest leader on the team. And, and I think that, uh, you know, anytime you have a player like that, you've got to take him to, to the media days. Got time here for um, a few more questions in the mailbag here. Let me scroll through here. Nate, um, getting this one, I know we've got a lot, but number one, are you worried? No commits yet. (laughs) Number two, when will good news happen? Yes, um, it's time to start panicking. Get out your pitchforks. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm officially hitting the button. It's, it's, it is time, Husker Nation. Panic, panic. No, uh, I'm just joking. Stop. Uh, stop the panic. Stop the, the hand-wringing. In it's, fact, I won't see you after tonight. You're so worried. Yes. You're going to hide. It's just relax. Okay, it's going to happen. And, and I'm telling you what, there are commits coming, and the dom- once, once one falls, there's going to be kind of a ripple effect of commits. And I know that last year we saw like 10 commits in like, what was it? Six, like, eight weeks. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like 38 days or something like that. I, I think that, um, I don't know if we'll necessarily see quite that many, but we're going to see a handful. I, someone asked me today, um, you know, over under three commits by July 4th or, or, or July 5th or something like that. And over, yeah, it's going to be over. I, I, I think that I could see Nebraska landing three or four commits this weekend. And, and I think there's going to be 
uh, four or five guys that that are you know deciding after this weekend. So uh, I, 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 it's not time to worry. It's not time to panic. This is going to come together. Scott Frost and his staff did not forget how to recruit after they put together a top fifteen class in the country last year. Just relax. And there's a couple in-state guys. I mean, they could offer today and they'd be committed by tomorrow. Yeah. If yeah. not that day. I mean, but they're not, they haven't done that. They're, they're, they're well, waiting. They don't need to they do don't it either. It, I mean, they're in on a lot of guys and those players that they're in on just have not made decisions yet. Yeah. There have been some guys that have fallen off the board too, but I'm telling you, there's no reason to panic right now. When well, Hoiberg comes in, Robin, and just makes it look so easy. I know. I mean, <laughs> you get five commits in six days. What's the football team doing? Yeah. I mean, seriously. <laughs> you, you've had a busier – and this is rare. Robin Washett has had a busier recruiting summer than the football team. Yeah. Yeah. This probably it's, the first of very few years where that actually it's happened. like the once-in-a-lifetime winner. What well, was a once-in-a-lifetime recruiting cycle for basketball? Yeah. I just like Nate put on his Aaron Rodgers hat and doing the R E L A X. Relax. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Final question here of the mailbag. We try to go a little lighter on that. Give us a good vacation spot. Was the question? Um, if you'd recommend one, and I'll start with this one: Marco Island, Florida. Um, had a chance to go there last year. Um, you know, it's in the States, so you don't have to go, but it was as close to, you know, it's, it's the best beaches you're going to find arguably in the 48 States, white sand wave, not very wave, you know, not, not every deep water. The waves are manageable for kids. Uh, just a beautiful place. Dolphins swimming everywhere. So I'd, I'd recommend Marco Island. I'm a big fan of Hilton Head Island, South Carolina. It's a little Island right between south carolina georgia border and for one it's got great golf there if you're into that two uh it's got super nice beaches and just a real laid back uh just kind of cool vibe that uh, was a great family vacation spot um that i went to a couple years ago and had an excellent time already thinking about going back and hopefully trying to get that done very soon i've only really been to one destination vacation and that was punta cana last year and now there's all sorts of american tourists dying over there so yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. maybe hold off on yeah that maybe, maybe what about seafood that? restaurants and tampa shopping malls yeah we're not we're not even gonna go there. that was a that was <laughs> yeah. a greg peterson recommendation <laughs> yeah. uh yeah yeah uh inside the mall don't eat at seafood restaurants inside of a mall uh anyway dang that, it greg we, we we well on the road well not when you're not there we don't uh, <laughs> yeah so as far as vacations go I mean, I enjoyed my time uh, at Punta Cana in, in the Dominican, but yeah, I would maybe do a little bit more research with uh, with how things are going there lately. So that was Dominican where you were at? Yeah, last summer. It was fine. <laughs> I, had a, I had a blast. It was good. Yeah. You just didn't drink anything? No, I drank a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get sick. Yeah. And David Ortiz was shot there too as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> well, all right, when we come back, promise more recruiting talk we're going to wrap up what happened at the pipeline camp and friday night lights number one and then our final segment we're going to preview the big barbecue weekend as well as the final friday night lights camp you're listening here to the Husker line show